yeah, daddy. Give it to me. A cocaine. Give it to me, a cocaine horse. Okay. Okay, no. <laughs> so anyway, we know that we know that we know it can't be okay. gay. Why is that, Alex? <laughs> because I have a horrible gag reflex. I went to the doctors today, and they were fucking. You know, they, they had to swab the inside of my throat to test for like to test for shit. Mm -hmm. You know. Horrible gag reflex. Like you're, horrible. you're like, <laughs> dude. The second she had me stick my tongue out, she put that popsicle stick on my on my tongue. I was like, oh. <laughs> like already. And then like, and then she then she fucking stuck the console in my throat, and started like swabbing it around. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, you're not. I'm like, bitch, you're not Harry Potter. Stop fucking. How very good of you. And then fucking. <laughs> And then I fucking yeah, I, I we know for a fact I'm not gay. Well, then again, like don't dudes like it when like chicks like gag on their like cocks? I mean, I can't do that. So I, you know, I, exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like we know that for a fact I can't do that. I can't pleasure a man. That's true. Can't I pleasure can't me then. Do it. Hell no. I'm pretty sure like barely like my tip would probably hit like mid of your tongue. You'd be like, eh. uh. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the What's Your Opinions podcast. It is your two brown boys coming at you guys live for another episode. You know, I think, isn't it Coachella weekend? Isn't like Coachella this week? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, Co I think it's Coachella week. Uh, we're going to go to Coachella. We're going to sneak to Coachella. Don't worry about it, Alex. So we'll talk about the details when we're there. Uh, who's even headlining Coachella now that like that's in my mind? What? I'm bringing it up right now. I, would you ever go to Coachella? Uh, yeah. Honestly, probably not. Like if the if it wasn't like mad expensive, I would never. I would probably. I would probably still not go to Coachella. What's the lineup so like? There. So yeah, it is. It's actually no. It's like in two weeks. Oh, it's in two uh, weeks. On, on the fr on Friday, it's Bad Bunny. That's not bad. No pun intended. Uh, um, underneath that is the gorillas. <laughs> Why gorillas? <laughs> you know, uh, Saturday is Blackpink, which I think is just pink and blackface. I don't. I've never um, heard of that artist. You never heard of Pink? Oh, Pink, her. Pink. I, you know, Blackpink. So I'm like, it's probably just pink and blackface. Oh. Okay. No, you're not catching that. No, I got blackface. I'm just like, I'm not. I'm not. It's not funny. Um, and Sunday, the last night is uh, Frank Ocean. Tell Frank Ocean. Hold no on. No idea who that is. You don't. Oh my god. You know what? Talk about music right now. Hold on. Me and Alex are just listening to a bunch of songs right now, bro. This is probably one of my favorite songs ever from Frank Ocean. Oh my god, Frankie, Frankie Osh. Oh, so that's a black pink looks like All right, this a picture is, of her next to her. Uh, dude, it's like one of my favorite songs ever. Just the violin and uh just it's a tornado flew around my room. Oh, I heard this song. Yeah. Wait. From the Vine Days. Oh my god, dude. The Vine Days? What an era, bro. Damn, you would have enjoyed last year's headliner for fucking uh, Coachella. 
I don't pay attention to a lot of like Coachella them. crap. Well, well, it's one, on of the, one, of the, one of the dates was Harry Styles. What? That's cool. I like Harry. <laughs> Harry's like my favorite white man. I shout out to Harry. And then Billie Eilish on one of the other days. Heavy titties, bro. Bro, she had got the heavies. Why did like all of a sudden, like the minute she became an adult, this is not. This is just making it sound more weird. Oh, but dude, the second it, it's, it, yeah, it is kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Like but then dude, again, you know, I don't, I don't know. Either it's, way, it's just it's weird. Like the second it, she turned eighteen was the second she let them things start showing. She let them things staying in, and she all of a sudden she just got like this milf body. I'm gonna follow her on Instagram just so whenever she posts something, I'm gonna comment the emoji of like the guy lifting weights above his head. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the heavies, bro. <laughs> what if she like messaged you one day like, what does that even mean? Like you got them heavies on you. Come on the podcast. <laughs> And I'm at the teller where I refer to Andrew Schultz. Because <laughs> he's the one who came up with that saying. That's a great saying. Uh, but it is. It's, a very, it's a very discreet way to describe it's not the upper area of a woman. That's a very great way to describ it. But to no, say me and you say me and you're at a bar. We just walk by and be like, God damn, the heavies. And I'm like, God damn, she this big got heavies. Who, who's who's who, who's gonna know who's gonna know what they're talking about? What if another dude's like, you watch Schultz too? <laughs> I oh, was thinking fuck. the same thing. Hey, then right there, we got a friend. <laughs> we got a fucking friend. Worst worst case scenario, if you fucking say, "Oh damn, she got the heavy," is the girl's gonna think you're insulting her. Like, no, we're not saying you are heavy. We're saying those things be heavy. Them things be thanging respectfully. Respectfully, you got the heavy. <laughs> uh, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I don't know what it is. Like, I know it sounds weird, but the minute, like, the second, like, she became legal, it's just like them things were just banging. Have you ever seen the video of like her like plopping in bed? And I know. It's like a, it's like a water, it's like a water balloon. I was like, oh, god damn! If you ever need a visual representation of what a water bed looks like, right there. Have you ever slept on a water bed before? <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't really. I'm not really interested in it. After oh. seeing Freddy Krueger pop out of someone's waterbed when I was a kid, Wait. I'm like, Mm-mm, nope. What movie was that? It was one, it was one of the original Freddy Krueger movies where someone was asleep on a waterbed mm-hmm. and he like, he pulled him in. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, speaking of a waterbed, speaking of waterbed, um, so there's a story of, like my uncle on my mother's on my biological mother's side, right? Like, there's a story of like how, like he accidentally killed the Chihuahua. Did he put the chihuahua in the waterbed? No. So he has a waterbed. My uncle, my uncle uh, Jason had a waterbed and the dog likes to go on the bed. But with the waterbed, it's not flat. So it's creased up, right? <laughs> the dog got stuck in between the creases and suffocated. Oh, damn. And so for like three weeks, they couldn't find the dog and his room stank like shit. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck is that smell? And next thing you know, like they pulled the flaps and just the dog is just gone. It's just dead. It's just gone. Fucking That's all bad. That is terrible. <laughs> oh my god. I, like that's like one of those like core memories that you just like remember. Oh my god. That shit was hella funny. But like I wouldn't I don't know. I feel like waterbed. Imagine having sex on a waterbed. That must be fucking fire, dude. Mm. I don't have to do anything. All she has to do is just like go up and down and I'm just like my whole body does it for me. <laughs> oh my god. I could I could I couldn't even sleep on a waterbed. I'd be too scared of that thing like popping. 
popping. Yeah. And it's like, all right, dumbass, now you got water everywhere. <laughs> all right, dumbass, every, you just ruined the whole fucking house. You just ruined the whole fucking floor. Now you got fucking, now you get mold in your carpet. Yeah, this, this is just not the business. I wouldn't, not no. even just like to sleep on one. I would just not go on. I would just not, it just seems like a hassle. How do you even fill those motherfuckers up? I don't know. You just throw it on the frame. You throw the fucking hose through the fucking window. <laughs> Is that how it goes? I don't know. I don't know. Go outside and just fill up fucking buckets and just like funnel oh, it into the thing. Oh, man. Oh, no. No. Okay. Oh, dude. I'm yeah. sure there's some creative ways you can figure out how to fill up a waterbed. You know, fill up a waterbed. Sex on a trampoline is not fun. Nah, I've I have attempted that and it failed miserably. Yeah, I ended up doing a front flip over. Her. <laughs> she did one over me. She fell off the fucking trampoline. Springboard in my ass, dude. Dick flopping and everything out the out. I couldn't do shit about it, but I was slick with it. I fucking once I hit my back, boom, right back in. Shot myself right back over. No, <laughs> nah, bro. Rachel's, she asked me, "What position's that?" I call it the Rey Mysterio. The three, the three six nine. <laughs> Basically, <Yeah. laughs> nah, bro. Like our timing wasn't like really good. So like when she went down, I went down. Like I'm trying to like I'm like, damn, bitch, like jump like two seconds before me so I can go up. I can meet you on the base and didn't happen. And you know how like so she, we jumped off and then like I hit it a little too fast. You know when you jump. Like when you do both of you guys are jumping and you just do like a quick jump and it stops all their momentum. Yeah. That's what happened. And she flipped off the fucking trampoline. <laughs> oh my God. High school. Am I right? Oh uh, yeah. Imagine trying dude. imagine doing that. Like now it'd be terrible. Sex on trampoline. Yeah. That should be terrible, bro. <laughs> it would be. Cause I don't think my aunt would let me have sex on her trampoline. Your aunt's the only one that has a trampoline. Yeah, she has a trampoline. Uh, no, actually, my dad does too, but he has cameras in his backyard. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to put on a show? You'll probably be watching me. This motherfucker has no rhythm. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> Are you sure this is my son? <laughs> Texas. Like, what the fuck? How'd you make a kid? <laughs> he just calls, he calls your mom like, hey, are you sure you didn't cheat on me? Because <laughs> this motherfucker ain't mine. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! It's fucking retarded, bro. We're retarded people sometimes. We are retarded people. And yet somehow, seven hundred and fifty of you guys that follow us religiously have been here since like episode fifty-seven. It's like the fucking minions. We're just like we're gonna steal the moon, and they all just go fucking crazy. Yeah, really was. I never watched. I I think. I think I've never watched the Minions movie. I think I've only watched like the Despicable Me movies. Mm. Oh, I like those ones. They're entertaining. The Minions? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just like don't like them. (laughs) So I'm like, if you pay attention, if you pay attention, they're partially speaking Spanish. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Next time, next time, try like legit. Try to fucking. I remember. I remember when I went to go see the Minions movie. It was my mom, my sister, or actually both my sisters, and the girl I was dating at the time. You know how fucking stupid that is to tell her, hey, you want to go see the Minions with my family? 
you know, it's done. And she said yes, though. She said yes. So we went, and I'm sitting there, and I find myself genuinely laughing at the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm fucking laughing. She's They're like, not doing shit, but just fucking, they pull up a banana. banana and I'm just like, ah, hilarious. <laughs> and I look over, and the chick's just straight face, kind of. <laughs> She's just like, this motherfucker really took me on a date to go watch the Minions. <laughs> also, my defense, I was with my mom and my little sister, and she loves the Minions. At the time, yeah. she loved the Minions. Yeah, so. yeah. But I'm laughing more than my sister's laughing. At the time, my sister was like five. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just funny. And I'm laughing more. <laughs> was it? Okay. Like on the movie topics and whatnot, do you think it's bad to take someone like you just kind of met to like a movie date on like a first kind of date? Mm, yes, I wouldn't say it's bad. I would say movies aren't a good first date because you spend hour and a half to two hours not, not even talking. Yeah, like I, you don't really get to know them, and then it's like, all right, cool, thanks, I'll drop you off, bye. It's like, yeah, it's like you get the 20 minute car, depending on where they're, where, how far they live from the theater. It's like, what, you get that 20 minute talk on the way there. Oh, yeah. it's so good to meet you. Thanks for coming. Oh, we're waiting. We're getting snacks. We're talking. We're chatting. Then two hours of silence. And then it's like, unless you got something planned afterwards. I feel like, I feel like a dinner and a, I feel like that's home. like that typical like relationship shit, like dinner and a movie or movie and a dinner or whatever the fuck it's, whatever you guys do. Mm. I don't know. I just, I just remember we watched, oh, this was from my ex. It's like my freshman year. Like my freshman sophomore year, and I took her to go watch fucking, I think the second Paul Blart movie. It's a horrible idea. Dumbest fuck movie. It was her idea. Oh. And she's just like, all right, all right, cool. I'll pay for whatever. This entire time, like she kept hearing me like whisper. I'm like, I paid eleven dollars. I paid twenty seven dollars for two tickets for a shit fucking movie. And she was just, oh my god, it was just, it was a terrible time. And then ultimately, never spoke to each other after that. Mm. I was like, dodge the bullet there, because I see her now. I was like, dodge the bullet on that one. Well, what's I don't it? think I've had many dates before. I don't either. I like to go on dates, but I I don't like the whole dinner date aspect. I like, like to me, I don't know. I think I'm just dumb. I want to see like the competitiveness like in a woman. Uh, I want to take like them fight for the check, not fight for the check, but like, like take <laughs> them to like an arcade or something like that, or like take them to like, oh, uh, okay, okay. I like okay. a competitive woman. I like a person that's like, I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna beat you. Like, nah, all right, then let's play this fucking air hockey game and see what happens. Like, that's kind of like, that's me personally. I, I would like to, you know, take them out to like those kind of dates. I'll still take you to dinner or whatnot, but like, I want to see that's maybe that may be like a first date option for me. I want to see what you what you are like. What's the gamer inside you like? That's true. You good at ski ball or not? Yeah. How good are you at golf land? Actually, I took I took I took a girl that at golf land once. How was that? She sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I went to Golfland once for a date. I think this is like like four or five years ago. All the training my grandfather bashed into my fucking brain about fucking le learning how to putt. Fucking dog walked her ass. I didn't let up. Yeah, go, go, mini golf mini golf ain't bad. I, I actually I kinda prefer mini golf. Yeah, mini golf. I've never I've never even actually golfed before, so. so do you want to take me on a date and we'll go to Golfland? No. 
Damn. Why I'm not? trying to go top golf. Oh, I actually went there. It's actually super cool. Uh, I saw your I saw your mom's Facebook. Oh uh, yeah, it was, top golf was super fun. I was watching it and I was just like, damn, now these motherfuckers can swing. Nah. It's <laughs> dude, it's been so long. We should go to Top Golf one day. Just grab some beers and be there for like an hour. I'm sober now. Damn it. Grab some sodas, <laughs> some chicken wings. It'd be cool. <laughs> grab some liquid death. <laughs> sure, whatever whatever floats your boat. Prime. Sign the check, please. Oh man. Jonathan Majors, huh? Hey, what are you looking at? Is there a ghost behind you? I just saw something like black. You did not. You did not just see something. You did not just see something. I just saw something like black in the corner of my eye. Just walked that way, and my uncle's on the couch sleeping. So I'm like, that's not him. But uh, it's whatever. Uh, before we actually get into Jonathan Majors, um, boxing happened, and we watched the uh, Canelo and I mean not Canelo, uh, the Caleb Plant Benavides fight. Yeah. What did you think about that? Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, it's. Did you agree with the decision? But I agree. I I definitely. So I agree with that. Benavidez won. I do believe Benavidez won. I don't believe. I don't. I don't, I don't like agree the that Benavidez won at all. You don't think he's unanimous? Well, to say that Caleb maybe didn't have a round or two. So the scorecards you're not, you're disagreeing with. I'm just here with the scorecards. I I agree with their decision that Benavides won. Yeah, I. But to say that Benavides didn't, or to say that Plant didn't win, oh, any rounds? At least a round. At least a round That's or two. That's disrespectful. Be generous. Give him two. You know, dude, the one that scored one seventeen, one eleven, like that is criminal. Like. And oh, I, so there, there was just some fucked up judging in boxing and in the UFC that exact same Mark, night. I'm like, who gave Chito Vera the, that round? Like, who gave Chito Vera the fight? I want to know. Like, dude, that was insane. And I was like, I was watching it. I'm just like, I thought to myself, I'm like, I think Caleb, I think the the first six rounds were close, but I'll give them to 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 Caleb. Like all six, possibly seven before the headbutt and the cut. I give it to Caleb. Like, I think Caleb was doing what he needed to do to win the fight. And then just Benavidez just took it to the next level, you know? And do I agree Benavidez won? Yes, because I do believe out of the out of the remaining rounds, I believe there was two. He just absolutely dog-walked him for two 10-8 rounds. And I just don't agree with those scorecards. Like, the first scorecard, 115-113, if that was across the board, I would agree with that. I'm like... Okay, I could see where you know the where they're coming from, but one sixteen, one twelve, and one seventeen, one eleven—that's criminal. So the guy who gave Plant one seventeen, one eleven actually gave Plant two rounds. No, that's see that is so. Wait, how many rounds did you? How many rounds? How many rounds did you actually give Plant? Honestly, I didn't really watch it that much. They were so goddamn close. It was really hard for me to really pick and choose. I felt like David Benavidez didn't do crap for the first seven up until that bot, until the, up until the headbutt. And so, I give Klein like at least six to seven, definitely five. So the judge that had it, 116, 112, gave Plant rounds one, two, four, five. After that, it's 
all Benavidez. Nah, I don't. I don't agree with that. I give I give Benavidez like after thirteen. The guy who went around. Uh, the guy who went one fifteen, one thirteen, went went plant rounds one, two, three, four, and five. Everything else was Benavidez. I can agree. I can almost agree with that. I may have given Plant the six. Well, he's, he's 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 yeah. As I was say, he's one round off from what you think. Yeah, I like my thing is this. Like I thought, Caleb Plant did a really good job until Benavides started. You know, let that man cook, and sure enough, and I do give a I do give a a blame to the referee too, Kenny Bayless. OG in the sport just had a bad night because I thought he should have taken a point away from Benavides and taken a point away from Plant. Because Benavides was constantly using his forearms and his elbows, which is illegal to use, and he warned him, and and then the low body, and then the low body shots, and all that stuff, and then I mean the low on uh, the below the belt shots, and then Plant constantly holding to survive in the last three rounds. Like I think yeah, he the last three rounds he was just fighting for he life, was holding on for dear life. He wasn't he wasn't throwing punches. Like at that point, yeah, you have to take a point away from Plant. He's not engaging. But, you know, I give it to Plant. You know, he didn't get knocked out. He he went out on his own shield. I just think the later rounds for Plant is like if, like with the Canelo fight, Canelo just took it. He just ramped it up to second gear and just took him into deep waters. But I have to say this then. If Canelo was able to knock him out and Benavidez wasn't able to, what does that say about Canelo's power then? He might just hit harder. Another thing too, people were saying like the loss with Bevel, there was they just leaked a thing that Canelo actually fought with an injured oh. hand uh in the Bevel fight. They showed a leaked video of them like taping up his glove and it fra- and uh, they fucked up his wrist. That's why there was an like, when you look at that fight, he wasn't really throwing a lot of like right hooks cuz that's like his bread and butter. And he wasn't even jabbing a lot because he goes with his lead right. So that could be a thing. I'm not going to give that as an excuse. He still got his ass whooped. But that's just like people were just like kind of speculating on that. But I thought it was ultimately really good. Um, also, another there was another fight to the same um, same day. Um, the guy the, um, Cobalt and uh, Venezuela fight. That one too. But no, there was another fight. Um, no, I'm talking about like another event. Richard Comey versus Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. Good card, by the way. Another great card. Amanda Estrada. She is the future of women's boxing. There was, um, you know, like Robert the Ghost Guerrero? His, yeah. his nephew was on that card. Oh, I think I saw something about that. I saw, like, uh, it ended up being a draw. But again, he's like, the kid's like, this is just four rounds. He's up and coming. So uh, I'm going to keep an eye on it for him. But I did see the uh, the the Venezuela versus, uh, what was it again? Uh, Colbert, Colbert or something. Yeah, you talk about a robbery. You talk about a fuck up. You talk about a robbery. That was either a draw or Venezuela. Like, there's no way Cobert won a like all that money out of Venezuela's bank, bro. That was dude. as robbed as you can, <laughs> bro. And then, and this is how. And did you like listen to the press conference? Like everyone's booing him. Uh, the Colbert dude. Yeah. Well, even after the fucking fact, you know, after the second the fight's done, everyone's just booing. Yeah, I mean, but then they, like, my thing is this. Colbert didn't look confident that he won the fight, 
and then he look and then he's acting all tough and stuff like oh yeah i won i did like that's how you turn off like a fan or whatever and i just didn't like it i'm i'm gonna be praying on Colbert's downfall because and you know what's crazy like venezuela and him it might be the same it to be honest it might be just like garcia and tank because Colbert's fucking fast bro let yeah. let Tank hit Ryan one time without Ryan like figuring it out. It'd be a long night in the office. But do I give Venezuela a complete win? I do honestly give it a split decision. He was getting a little bit jabbed, but he was just he hurt Colbert more, more power punches. He had a way more, more moment. He had way more moments than Colbert did in that fight too. Like, yeah. There was a couple moments where Colbert was literally just standing there and not being able to do shit and just being a fucking punching bag. Yeah, like my thing is this: like, why are we? And I seen like the total jabs and stuff. That's all he did was beat him in the jabs and accuracy. Everything else, power punches, what got absolutely dog-walked. Venezuela had landed like 157 to his 42. And then total punches over round, he was just more accurate. Like, But at the same time, who's getting hurt more? Like, I, I don't know. I think I, And he doesn't want to rematch? Of course he doesn't want to rematch because it's going to be the same outcome. <laughs> but overall, I, I don't think it's... I think it's going to be a, um, it's just someone walked in. I, I think it was going to be like nine times out of 10. I think Venezuela wins that. If that fight was the same thing, nine times out of 10, it was just weird, bro. It was just, a, it was just a bad robbery. Yeah. It was just, I was shocked. Yeah. I, I mean, even Mark, even Mark, Mark was here watching it with me and he, mm -hmm. he was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like it, it was just super weird. And even dad was just like, I don't, I don't think, and dad didn't get to watch the Colbert fight. And dad was just like, he watched it on the, on the replay. And he was just like, yeah, I think this is a robbery. Like they're, this doesn't look right. So it's just one of those, it might be robbery of the year to be to be honest. It was bad. And then now that, you know, Benavidez officially calls out Canelo. I do think can, after this fight, I think Canelo, ha there's no choice, but to make that fight happen. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, with me with Benavides, I said he hasn't fought anybody. He hasn't really proven that he should get any title shot with Canelo. You beat a, for, for a former title holder in Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant's a top five. That was just all I needed. Do I think he needs to work on a lot of stuff? You got to work on your inside defense because, first of all, you allowed Caleb Plant to hold you vast majority of the later rounds. If you were to just push off, he most likely would have fell down many times and probably got out a lot quicker. But I think that's the only thing I got to think about with David Benavidez. I just think with Canelo right now, uh, just worry about your worry about the your mandatory, and then worry about. I don't think you should go against Dimitri Buvol right now. I think just go after your mandatories, knock these guys out, and you know, shut up all these guys. Yeah, that's all I really has to do. I mean, honestly, you know, at this point, the man can just start collecting checks. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's doing, like, this mandatory. Like, he doesn't have to fight the mandatory. He could just vacate the belt if he wanted to. But I was talking with Dad about this. Drop something. I think Canelo has set the standard for the modern-day boxer and a lot of the uh, a lot of these up-and-comers and these young bucks that just being a title holder and, like, just being a title holder or multiple division title holders, it's just not enough anymore especially with four belts in these eras, and then you have these other dumb belts, the Intercontinentals, the Interims, the Super Champions, and all that stuff. 
anybody can be a champion. If you were to win four fights and then win a belt, you're that's it. That's your legacy. I feel like with legacies now, it's all about undisputed. I feel like that was a, a big thing because not a lot of people were going undisputed until Canelo, the biggest boxing star, whether you guys like it or not, he is still the biggest boxing star. He still gets the pay-per-view numbers. He still sells out the crowds. He still is the buzz of boxing. Went undisputed in under a year. Now what's everyone else's excuse, you know? So yeah. that's... that's so everyone that's else where, just not want... Everyone else just... Fucking... Just has a belt. I got a belt. Okay, yeah, that's cool, but... Why don't you fight the top talent to be the number one guy in that division? Same thing with like uh, Devin Haney. Not probably like four or five years ago, Devin Haney would never go undisputed, or like th- that division would never go undisputed. But it's a legacy thing now, where Devin Haney has now submitted his legacy, where he is the he is now the he is now undisputed in that division, and now he only has to fight the top fighters. That puts him in that position that no one can say he ducked anybody or he did this or did that. Like, Loma was the mandatory. He's fighting Loma on May 20th now. It's official. And then you potentially fight the winner of Garcia and Tank. Or you fight anybody in the top five and no one can't um, question what his legacy is. Same thing with Canelo. Canelo's fighting a mandatory. Is he a top five overall? He's in the top ten. Got to give him that. And now you have David Benavides, who is now officially a top three in the division. You beat him. It's just a legacy at this point. And I just think you having one belt or you being a multi-division champion, it just isn't enough anymore because the belts have been so saturated, unlike UFC, where it's just one belt under one division, one guy, one division, not four different people. So that's just like my whole spew on all that stuff. Yeah, I've I've I only really like it where there's just one belt. I like it too. It's, it's just because the only thing for me is just like it it turns like as much as like yeah I watch boxing like with you, boxing always turned me off because it's like the whole thing you just said like uh, there's just like four, uh, four belts so there could be, and then you start now all these random belts they come up with all these intercontinentals all these interims all these supers all these. So you're telling me there's fucking 10 guys holding belts in this one division sometimes mm-hmm. the, and they're all champions. Who's 18, the number one champion? Like who the fuck do I, who's pound? Like, like it's so hard. Like the same thing with like, I don't know, like a, a great example of like a legacy right now is like the heavyweight division. Like Tyson, yeah. Fu- like Tyson Fury right now may be the worst champion ever in the, in the welter, in the heavyweight division. Like after, because if you guys get, and people are going to say, oh, well, well, look what he's done. He's beat Deontay Wilder. Who else has he beaten prior, I mean, after Deontay? Dillian White was beatable. And then, um, what's the other dude's name? Dillian White and Michael Chisora. God damn it, it's pouring. <laughs> um, I can't hear anything. No, I, I hear it. I have my uh, head like half off. But like Michael Chisora and, and um, Dillian White. Two of those guys aren't even in the top 10, and they were they were beatable fighters. And Tyson already beat them three times already. Like, that's not a legacy. Like, you have your opportunity to submit your legacy to be the greatest of your era and probably the greatest ever if you unify and, and be undisputed. But it's the money that has ruined his legacy. Mm-hmm. He's greedy. 
because now and well, he is a gypsy it's true it's very true that's why he's the gypsy <laughs> king but but like i wouldn't you think wouldn't you think like hmm i'm already a great heavyweight let me submit this to be one of the greatest, if not the greatest, if I can do this. Against a, uh, and I, I, and my theory with this is, I don't think he can beat, I don't think he can beat Usyk. Because you look at these last two fighters that he's fought, he knows he can beat them. He's already beat them, he already has their number. Knocked him out, knocked him out, knocked out, knocked out, knocked out, and then the rest were decisions. He has their number, but when it comes to Usyk, Usyk has has run has run rampant in this division, beating Anthony Joshua and then beating him again, and then not only that he wants to make, he makes these crazy demands, and Usyk has done everything that he's that he's been asked to do, and Tyson Fury is now like, All right, uh, nah, no, we don't want the rematch clause and go 50-50. I'm like, why? I, I hold three belts, my guy. Like. Not only that, if I win, you should go 50-50 because we're doing a 70-30 split for our first fight. I'm more confident that I can bet on that and win. And to me, I think Tyson Fury is ducking Alexander Usyk, and he's waiting for any of Usyk's mandatories, including a possible Deontay Wilder 4, to take those belts and then go unify the division. Uh, we'll just have to see. It's a waiting game. I'm done with Tyson Fury. Like I, I root for him and stuff, but I'm just, I, he's being dumb. I'm, I'm not rooting for that guy anymore. As talented as he is, you're being a brat about it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, other than that, um, anything, another news in boxing. Uh, there hasn't been any other big fights yet. I think they're only, the only ones right now is obviously the next two months are gonna be some pretty good boxing, bro. You got Tank and then you got Loma and all that, so it's gonna be pretty dope. Um, price point for Tank and Ryan's going to be eighty five ninety nine. Looks like our site is going to crash. <laughs> Unless we want to go half. That's a. F- I probably I probably won't have the money for it. I, I don't know. I mean, they, dude, it's like two. It's like weeks away. We don't want to worry about that shit right now. But other than that, um, before we go anywhere else, guys, want to give you a shout out to our sponsor. Shout out to ginger audio changing the way sound is live right then and there you guys are uh, starting podcasts like myself um we have been using this now for about 37 episodes and everything is crispy clear um you can you can edit everything real time you can have multiple usb mic outputs you guys have a digital soundboard up to 20 buttons and it's all customizable you can play your music on here and that's just caster live and that is, if you guys want to buy it, there's a free trial for seven days. If you guys don't like it, you don't have to do anything about it. They just shut you off. But if you guys want to pay for it, it is at the low price of $79. It is a one-time subscription. You don't have to pay anything else. Again, if you guys are a starting podcast, a streamer, or a content creator, I highly recommend this. This is something that you guys need because with every kind of video, you got to have great quality audio to match with it. So obviously, you got to go with Caster Live. And also, they have another one for you musicians which is ground control anything you guys like and you guys want to control your pitches see auto tune all that cool stuff you guys can edit that all in real time and it's a lot better that is about 109 and you get all the great function qualities of a standard musical program and it all works in the lines of a garage band or a premiere it just goes everywhere guys records everything all at once 
Cash for Life, $79, and Ground Control, $109. Helps us keep the lights on. Go for that one. And now our other sponsor, we are partnered with AGS, changing the way grading sounds and looks, and it's amazing. You guys have grades such as PSA, CGC, Beckett. They all have one thing in common, and that is human error, because when they go into grade your cards, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, UFC, sports, it doesn't matter. There's always one factor, and that is human error, because not only is it human error nobody else just doesn't do it well like ags ags is fuel is fully functional ai and how it grades you get what you get and you don't throw a fit it just makes it so much better to know that your grade is just at the top tier with all the other competition so with all that saying if you guys want to follow the links down below you guys can get 35 percent off your entire order with ags with just a link down below again submit your pokemon cards your ufc cards sports cards whatever it is you want it is going to be there, and I guarantee you it's faster. They have so many different type of tiers you guys can do. Obviously, or their standard is $18 for 20 business days, and it usually gets here within two weeks. Who does it better? AGS, guys, changing the way the future is, and it helps us out. It keeps Alex's son in preschool, and it keeps the motherfucking lights on here. Now back to the show. What'd you look up? I'm just bringing up some of the more outrageous scorecards from uh, this uh, from this UFC card. <laughs> oh, what, uh, before, uh, after that, then we can go into like our last topic. But what's up? What are the what are the scorecards? Okay, so overall, UFC San Antonio, um, all right, fifty fifty. I would give it. It was uh, it was entertaining at some point. It was boring at some point. Um, all I gotta say is that San Antonio crowd definitely lived up to what they always live up to. San Antonio, baby, fucking being awesome. Now, two fights in particular that the scoring was just horseshit, outrageous, outrageous. Was Macy Barber and Andrea Lee? What was that scorecard like again? Oh, so, wasn't it Barber one? Right, Barber won. but she I gave that fight to Lee. Mm-hmm. I remember that fight now. So there was a twenty-nine, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, twenty-eight. All right, no, twenty-nine, twenty-eight. Uh, for Barber. Twenty nine, twenty eight, Lee, and thirty twenty seven for Barber. Really? Yeah. So, so on this website that I I go to, uh, MMA Decisions, mm-hmm. you can see um not live scoring, but uh, the, like, but a lot of media sources like MMA media sources will use. And give their input, and they will score the fights themselves too. Mm-hmm. And I was very surprised to see this. Usually, when you go on this website, everyone usually is like one hundred percent clear cut who won. Looking at the media scorecards, people have it's fifty fifty. Really? So this, so it's like half of the media, like MMA, like MMA Mania, MMA Junkie, fucking Share Dog, uh, MMA Mania. They all gave it to um, Barber. Mm-hmm. Um, another person at Share Dog, another person at Share Dog. So three people. So like you know, then again, it's like you got Bloody Elbow, you got BT, BET, uh, Wrestling Observer, you got all these other ones, and they gave it to Lee. Okay, that's a little weird. It's it's just weird. And then you know, I would say the big thing, is, the biggest kind of question mark on this whole thing was one judge in particular who scored the fight, which is weird that he was a judge. Um. He he's an awesome ref, but I just Mariotta, like, right? 
Dan Mergliata. I've seen, I heard him like, isn't Dan, he's the, like, one who, is he a ref? he's the one who scored, he's the one who scored it for 30-27 Barber. Yeah, stick to ref and Merg, sorry. Uh, and, um, uh, we know it's weird. It's, this, isn't, this isn't the first time that Macy Barber has gotten a controversial win over an opponent. I've seen it like twice now, right? Besides this one? Twice. Prior to this, it's twice. Maybe. This is either the third or second time she's gotten a controversial win over people. So, you know, the comments after this fight were just like, God damn, who are you blowing? Um, <laughs> fucking, you know. I seen that on uh, I seen that on the site. Like, like you, you like you giving quickies in the back to these judges before. No, she was probably blowing Mergliata. Um, and it's just it's just weird because you know, because I'm I, I'm I'm a fan of Macy Barber. I like her. I've been following her since she was on the contender series when she started when she was i think 19 on the contender series mm -hmm. and you know i really liked the beginning of her career and everything and i don't know like i'm still a fan i'm not saying that there's not saying that her or her corner is doing anything conniving you know that's kind of a bold claim to that's say a, that you is know? a very bold claim but who knows i don't think this has to you know but again i don't i don't like when people attack the fighter for the judges' scorecards. Yeah, that's more of you got to blame the judges. You got to blame the judges, or you know, or blame, or blame a ref. It's yeah. you know, when, when it continue. comes when it comes down to it, it's it's the fighters who are the ones who all they can do is fight. They they, they can't do anything else. They could fight. They could try and win by decision. They could try and finish the fight. But at the end of the day, they don't control what these judges see. Like. It's, you know, so I, I, just, I just don't like it when there's immediate, like, do I think the comments could be funny? 100%. 100%. They could be fucking funny. But at the same time, I don't think the fighters are to blame for these outrageous scorecards. They're yeah. really not. So, you so, can so, blame so the fighter their, on their so performance. You, on, you could put on their performance, but again, that's... Someone just ring the doorbell. It's, it's, Keep talking. Uh, you put it on their performance, but at the same time, it's it's not anyone who kind of says that you know it's you know it's it's their fault for the for the scorecard. Okay, yes and no. You could there's a lot of factors that go into this. It's not just as simple as their performance. The judges, it's we have a judging problem, and that has been something we've had for a long time. We have a judging problem. We don't have a fighter problem. We don't have whatever problems we we have a judging problem and we have a, we have a rule set issue. Those are two very confusing things because it because it's it just seems like every single event we go to where there's a controversial card in a fight, we will be like oh like it's like it's like we go watch one fight and it's like oh they were so wrestling heavy. And versus the striking or striking versus the wrestling, or it's like people would love to go back to the whole damage thing, the damage that was done to fight. There's all these different criterias in the in the scoring. So it's like we have a scoring issue, we have a judging issue. Well, isn't scoring was and judging the same thing? Well, in terms of criteria, scoring oh. criteria. Yeah, I'm more of like the damage kind of person. Don't get me wrong, wrestling does take effect, but it's it's just weird how like wrestling. It just takes it just overtakes everything. Like you can get messed up and then but you took the guy down three times and you win the fight. 
So I have seen it has been getting better on that. In the old days, you 100 used to do that. But it has been getting better than that. Because, but at the same time, we do see those instances where a motherfucker would just get taken down twenty goddamn times, and we're like, definitely, we know who won this. (laughs) We know who won this one. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's just just weird. I just at at the same time, I don't know where the fuck they find these judges from. If you look up a lot of these judges, most. 90% 90% of them don't even have martial arts background. I do. I was going to say this. My thing like, to fix them and stuff like that is you got to make a seminar where you're, you're bringing in these judges. They have to take a class on how to score these fights and what the criteria is to look for. We're on the right track right now, but we're not nearly as close. We're in, the, in, in my, the thing I have always said was, we need veteran fighters to get into this. Now we again, we we are slowly and again. No, like I'm not saying for boxing. I'm saying for MMA. I'm not saying for boxing. No, 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 boxing no, no, no. go whichever way. Boxing is but, it's simple. It's just those guys actually have to take a class on how to score a card. But sometimes that can be dumb. But but that's what I'm saying. We need fighters, like veteran fighters, like because we've already moved into that way. You know, we've seen the UFC implementing a lot of their f- active or veteran fighters in the commentary booths. Yeah. And how much one, how much more entertaining is that? How much more educational is that? Same thing with, um, when it comes to football too, we have a lot of these, uh, retired exactly. players. They are starting to come into I, the league. I think like Tony Romo, as much as I do not like him as a commentator, he knows the game so well. Exactly. As much as people, I, I'm not gonna say I don't like him. DC. People feel that he has very biased commentary, which he does. If one of his guys is in there, he heavily leans onto mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But at the same time, if it's in the if if they're if it's if we're, in, if we're talking wrestling in the octagon, it's I ain't arguing with him. Mm-hmm. He's I ain't gonna argue with him. Like, like <laughs> and, and so that's the thing. We're we're kind of getting in that right direction, putting these guys behind the booth, being analysts, being commentators. Because these are people who have been in there. They know what they're doing. And there's uh, Frank Trigg. Um, I know he is. You may not know him. Um, he had two really great fights with Matt Hughes back in the day. He's now a referee. Who, Damn, who, who, better, who, who, who better to ref a fight than a guy who has 20-plus fights? I, I do think when it comes to refing and all that, love a lot of these refs. Herzog, uh, Mergliata, Herb Dean... And what's the other dude? The guy that has a neck tattoo. Oh, um, Keith Peterson. Keith Peterson. I believe those are the top tier refs of, of the UFC. Like, those guys are really good. They can have some off nights, but at the majority of the time, they keep it the same. Yeah, interesting fact for, um, for refs, they actually are required to have martial arts background. I would, I would, I would think so. Yeah, yeah the, the, those guys, they're required. I, I don't know if it's like that for boxing. I don't know if boxing, they require those guys to have some like boxing experience. Um, but at least in MMA, right. like I know, I know, at hey, least like I know Herb Dean, he was a fighter. Wait, hold on um, one second. Um, you, you don't have to look at the camera. Who do you think won the Benavides fight? Benavides, do you, do you agree with the, do you agree with the scorecards? 117, 111, 116, 112. Yeah, but when you're 115, 113, who puts on a better show? But wouldn't that, you? That was a boring, boring fighter. Benavides was whooping his ass. 
Well, he didn't do that until like the later half. What was, what, what was Benavides doing the entire half? Like the entire first half? He was leading him. And then when he fucking started finding out he's dominating him, he turned it off. I don't know. I just don't agree with one seven. I, I think Plant won at least six rounds, five to six rounds at least. <laughs> As my dad would say, write a letter to your congressman. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Um, but no. So, and I, I think we're getting. I would love to see us get to the judges. But again, it's so fucking hard when it comes to the judging mm-hmm. because the judges. The judges are part of the commissions. Commissions are ran by the state. Okay, so the only the, so the state gives you your it's judges. A, it's government. It's government bodies over the athletic commissions who in who in place those judges. I, I'm not with that. That's that's a bad idea. Because with the, boxing the, commission, the refs. Uh, I don't think the refs are associated. If the refs are, it doesn't really matter. We don't have a refing issue. We don't. We, we don't. We have a judging issue. I do think the refs need to take a little bit more initiative on when guys just don't do nothing on the ground. I think that's a thing. It's 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 weird. That's just my thing. Yes and no. It's because for me it's yes and no. Because me when I'm seeing someone on the ground, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I know what someone's working for, and an inexperienced ref isn't going to know what they're working for. Now there is those cases where you do just get the guys who just lay on them. That just lay on him, and they just think just by laying on this guy, pitter pattering the guy's cheeks a little bit, <laughs> I can I, I can I can squeak by. And it's and you know and again you know like you just you just name some of the UFC's top fucking dudes in the refing game, mm-hmm. and those guys those guys have their off nights. Yeah, of course. Next 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 to judging, that's probably the next hardest job next to even fighting. In yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I guess I don't have a problem have a, with the rest. Those guys have a hard fucking job. Yes, they do. You you got to determine like, oh my god, did this guy asleep or is he just concentrating? Like, is I don't want to end the fight. How hurt is he? Like, at the end of the day, I would feel the refs have a little more consideration over livelihood and well being. Yeah, as much as as much as Herb Dean, these judges, as much as like, Herb Dean gets a lot of hate for it, like the guy knows what he's doing ninety percent of the time. Hey, if you want to complain about Herb Dean, you are probably new fans, and you probably and you probably never watched the days of ya- Mario Yamasaki or uh, freaking um, Frank Mir, fucking Steve. Frank Mir was a fighter. Um, oh, oh, I'm talking about, oh, I'm talking about like when he saw like oh, what is it? Frank Mir broke that dude's arm or something like that, and he's yeah, like, I heard the pop. Herb, Herb, Herb noticed it. Herb yeah. was like, Hey, stop this bitch. Exactly. You know, Mario, Mario Yamasaki was notorious. For not stopping fights. Who was that guy? I'm forgetting his name. The guy, he was like considered one of the best refs. I think he still does it now a little bit, but I think he's a commentator now. Mm. And like one. Oh, fucking. Um, he's the one who actually helped create the, um, the, the unified rules. Um, oh, well, I meant He's a goatee. Name right. I know exactly what you're talking about. He's actually a part. He's actually a commentator with Bellator. Bellator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um. So do you is there a reason why he like left refing? I think he saw an opportunity to uh, be a commentator. To be actually not just commentator. I think he saw an opportunity. I don't know exactly what his job is in Bellator, but I know he does more than just commentating for them. Is it just because like you want to be? I think, I think he just saw a better opportunity to be something to be to be something bigger than what refing was. Just the ref. He was a great ref. Yeah. I, I, and again, he's one. He's one of the. He's one. He's actually like one of the, the original referees. Like he started. 
with the UFC in the early 2000s when the sport was still a baby. illegal in 30 states. Yeah. So, like I said, like I have no problem with the refing. I think the judging just needs a lot of tweaking. You just got to find more people that are – like you said, I completely agree with you. If you put a lot of these um, ex-fighters into – to grade and see on performance i think you'll see a lot more decisions where people are more agreeable on rather than just oh he wrestle fucked him but he got beat yeah. the fuck up and then also it's like these judges are never held accountable too like you no. never hear from these judges at all you never hear anything like it's like they can literally go in there like say we have a championship fight the champ clearly dominated beat the dog water off this guy and the judges gave it to the other dude they just and pack you know, up and go home and, and, and they pack up, go home. Hey, we just fucked this dude out of his title. Um, May never get into the know, shot again. You know, and say, and you know, say, say that fucks with this dude's psyche. They have a rematch. That former champ loses. Cool. And now we have a downward spiral. Yeah. I, another know, thing too. I do you, think you never a lot hear of shit from these judges. After I that. do think a lot of judges and just judging and referees and umpires in all in all sports. I feel like we're getting into that age where a lot of these, not UFC in particular or the boxing and just refs in general, they need to be held accountable for the dumb shit that they do. Like, uh, like just a couple days ago in spring training, like the last day of spring training, there was, I think it was like the Red Sox or whatever. This umpire, because the, the catcher puts his hand out because the, the ball was thrown out. So, the, so he's going to get a new ball. The catcher doesn't see him trying to give him the ball, so he flips his he flips his um glove off because he thought the umpire threw it to the to the pitcher. Falls on the floor. The umpire kicks the uh, the catcher out. Mm. Retarded as fuck. Like these umpires are so fucking soft when it comes to, and same thing with like NBA too. Like they're refereeing and stuff like that. Like it, it's great. And like now, like the I feel like the NBA is one of the is the most per. It's not okay. The NBA is one of the most well-oiled machines when it comes to sports. When it comes to uh, when it comes to a lot of things for the main fact that you have referees now getting held accountable. There's this guy, this player Red Fan Fleet, he was talking so much garbage, like talking shit to a ref on the post-fight interview in the post-fight interview in the post-game interview. And he's like, he's terrible. He's fucking shit. I don't give a fuck if I get a, if I get fined or whatever. Like he's fucking terrible. He's been calling bad games for a long time. The NBA investigated him. He and they went through all his film this entire season was absolutely shit. They demoted him of his um of his position and and he's no longer refing. So I feel like that is these guys getting held accountable. But when is that domino effect gonna happen? Because like you said, these judges don't. These judges can just fuck over a dude that clearly won go home and act like nothing happened when are these guys gonna start getting fined or demoted you know what i mean like i feel like that is like a bigger problem also within a lot it just in sports in general like these umpires like dumb ejections when are we gonna start taking your paycheck because that's the thing it doesn't hit their money it doesn't it doesn't affect their money and when it does the game gets tighter or the game is called a lot better yeah. So I got, I got, I, I remember this and I, I forgot to ask you about it. what do you think about the whole new uh, pitch timer they're implementing into baseball? I think it makes the game more interesting. I think, because uh, me and my dad literally just talked about this on like Saturday or whatever, where it's just like you, baseball is changing because it's losing its viewership. Uh, there was a thing and I, 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 I was going to make a TikTok about it, about, the ages and fans 
when it comes to these respective sports. UFC become, become um, is one of those sports where their fan base is pretty young, but it's still like our age. It's 20. The, the casual fan is about 20 to 27. The casual fan. You know? And baseball is just getting older. The casual fan is about 29. Like, I don't watch a lot of baseball. I don't do a lot of that crap. Like, obviously because Oakland fucking sucks. But, like, I, I just don't like it. The games are too long and all that. So what they're trying to do is just make the game faster and make the game more efficient to a degree. So when I think about like the pitch clock and all that, it works because now you're holding the pitchers accountable for trying to freeze out these, these, these batters. You know what I mean? Like for the longest time, like, Hey dad, what were you saying about the pitch clock? You said it was a good idea. You think it was a good idea? You wouldn't think like it doesn't freeze the batters out, right? No, 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 before that. These pitchers would take forever oh, yeah. to take a pitch. And same with the batters. So I think, and I was, we were talking about it, like, I think the pitch clock works because it, it holds both sides accountable. Right. To where one guy is taking forever and the other guy's like, oh, I'm going to stop it and make the game, like you said, make the game now faster. Yeah. So that's what I just like, wanted to ask. So I just think. And the bases are bigger, too. Mm-hmm. And the bases yeah, do get bases bigger. Yeah, the bases are bigger. They've, they've, they've moved up from uh, 15 Thanks, inch squares to uh, 18 inch. Yeah. So again, it, it just makes the game a little bit more interesting and they're trying to capture the younger fan base because that's what it is. If you can capture a young fan base, because what's who's more impressionable, a, an adult or a kid? You would say a kid. So like with like with Jake Paul, as much as I shit on Jake Paul and all that, I give him the respect that his young fan base is impressionable that they want to go to boxing or want to watch boxing. Like, just last year and this year alone right now, I think, like, the quarter, like, stats or whatnot, it was the casual fan in boxing right now is at the age of 19 when three years ago it was 27. That's what Jake Paul is doing. And so that's what I mean by, like, it's sports. Baseball is trying to make it younger so they can have, you know, obviously more money and more people wanting to do all that stuff. Like, base, like, basketballs like i said younger fan base it's 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 a well-oiled machine but with baseball i just feel like with all these changes it's for the better but there's still a lot more problems we need to deal with than banning the shift or a pitch clock i think it's a great start and i really don't care for it does it make does it make the game more interesting and again it makes it way more interesting because everybody plays everybody now it's not like the NFL where it's like, oh, every four years you get to play a division. Like, <clears throat> never in the Giants' history have they ever opened up playing against New York. Never. Now they get to play New York. And, like, now they're going to London. They're going to Mexico City. They're going to Japan. Like, that is... That's changing in great things. But, again, I think your umpire situation is getting worse and that's i think the next thing you gotta fix is like the ump situation now with like and again the strike zones and all that everyone's different but like them being so soft like that's just me but like yeah they made the so what were the other changes they banned the shift the pitch and pitch and batter clock do you understand the pitch clock by any chance no you guys are you were just talking about it right now yeah so another thing with the pitch clock and batter clock so the pitcher has up until 
um, 10 seconds to get into motion. But the batter in the batter box, he has to be set by eight seconds. Say he like, cause usually like when they like freeze out the pitcher, they like, they put their hand up and that's a timeout kind of, if you do that by the eight second, then that's considered a strike. And if the pitcher doesn't meet the pitch clock, then that's a ball. So it's great that they did this in spring training rather than it being a problem in the uh, in like the in like the regular season. You have time to adjust to it now. And if you can't, I'm sorry, you're just getting too old. It's just hard for them, I guess. But at that time, I like I like where baseball is going. Am I going to watch more games? Probably not. I know opening days tomorrow. It's breaking the fourth wall. It's Wednesday, guys. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, opening day, Oakland. Can you just be, you're going to disappoint me yet again? I think they're going to be shit. Good chance. Good chance. We got to go one of those games one day. Yeah, my, my dad just went to one. Just went to the game on Sunday. Uh, the Giants game? I guess so. Yeah. Um, I think that does it for like that. Um, one more thing I already want to talk about because um, it's a super major news is uh, Jonathan Majors. Um, people that don't know, Jonathan Majors was arrested on Friday in New York. And my thing was this, uh, I don't think I ever, I don't think I, te- I, te- I just texted you like maybe like two days ago about it, but I saw it. And it was on TMZ. I was like, I'm going to wait this one out and see if there's more information, you know, so I can get a better side of the story. Yo. So basically Jonathan Majors was arrested over domestic violence. There was apparently video footage of him doing that. This the chick or his girlfriend or whatever said there was like red marks on her and then like a bruise in the behind her head or whatnot. And people were just absolutely dragging this man, like switch turned on him like that fast. And someone even had the audacity to say, Oh my god, Jonathan Majors is a villain in and out of the, the- in and out of the movies. I was like, Oh, you are nasty, bro. Mm, they probably didn't watch Devotion. Uh, oh man, I still need to. Oh, I, I I gotta watch that tonight. That's probably one of my movies I want to watch. But again, my thing is this: I have no bias towards anybody. I'm and you and me are kind of the same thing. We just want to know the facts before we give our actual <clears throat> like our things on it. And I said this before, and I said it on TikTok. I'm just like, so does the Johnny Depp case just mean nothing to nobody? Like. Like, that's just my thing. It's just like, can we... There is a thing of benefit of the doubt. If there's actual video evidence of him dog-walking this person, he's a piece of shit of a person. But like you said, like, episodes ago, what happened to innocent till proven guilty? That's exactly what I was, Yeah, I did. I said, what happens to innocent till proven gu- guilty? What? Uh, hold on. I gotta take this call. Yeah. Keep going, oh. keep going. So, with innocent... Uh, not innocent till proven guilty. Like, with... Everything that happened, like with Jonathan Majors, it it was just so weird that. Oh, let me see, like Yahoo Entertainment. I know they updated the thing. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, I I, I said with um with everything, like it was just like this Johnny Depp case. Like, whatever happened to that man? Like Johnny, De- like careers are lost because of this, and. And no one tends to care. Like, it's so dumb to think that, like, we just don't give the benefit of the doubt. And I get it. There are some people that do that, and you can't. Those are scumbag people. But at the same time, we have to give the benefit of the doubt because, you know, women do lie all the time. I'm not saying all the time. I'm saying they do sometimes. 
So, again, I'm not... I'm just laughing that people jumped the gun so bad, so fast, and turned on him when everyone's like, oh my god, he was so good in this movie, or oh my god, like, he was the, he was the, the, the moneymaker for, for Ammon, and now it's just like, oh, I never liked him, or oh, he was doing this because, you know, he, See, that's what happens because he married a white woman. Or, like, he date, he's dating a white woman. I'm like, what? What are we talking about? Like, it's ridiculous, man. And social media, like, today is just absolutely judge, jury, executioner, not a fair trial. Like, you can derail a person's career over an allegation and not give them the benefit of the doubt ever. So, Again, am I surprised by this? No, not really, because this is what the way social media has kind of like brought us to. So, yeah. So I, I think it's just dumb and whatnot. And he's back. So, um, sorry about that. It was the boss. <laughs> oh, it was the boss. Um, yeah, so, I just kind of see how I was doing because you know, like I said, had a call off today because of my fucking throat. Yeah. Um. So basically, I was just saying it's like, like again, I kind of. I kind of piggyback off what you uh, what we were talking about, which is like people on social media just want to be judge, jury, execution without any evidence. And that exactly, and um, keep talking. You know, just to you know, just to piggyback on it more, it's just like you said, if there is video, like legit video of this guy fucking dog walking this dog walking a chick up and down the road the way he did Ant Man in that fucking movie. <laughs> Look, be my guest, rip them apart. But now it's like, and, and but now now it's now the whole now the whole story is starting to get twisted. Mm-hmm. This guy literally had to go through like a couple of days. People just shitting on him, yeah. and now it's like, oh wait, maybe he's yeah. not the bad guy. So basically, and and, and if that, and, and if that's me, if I if, if I'm in his position, I'm seeing this. I'm like, I'm suing. Now fuck y'all. Yeah. Fuck all you guys. Yeah. Dude, like you were so quick to, to turn on me without any kind of like no, fuck you guys. And look, it, it goes both it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. It all goes both ways. And, and 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 you know this this it's kinda it's a tough topic because I have friends who have been there. I have friends who've had shit like this happen okay, to them so, personally. So so before and, I before you continue, I said this on TikTok and people were agreeing with it. Um, besides this one fucking idiot, I said this, do women get beat up like, and are victims of domestic violence? 95% of the fucking time it happens. You know, you not saying you have to believe them, but you can put two and two together. And I said this, there's this 5% that are women that are just, they're bitter. They don't want you to be happy or they, they like say with like athletes. They're almost done. Um, like I said, like they're um, these athletes and all that. Like, say they, oh my god, like they promised you something and they and they lied. Oh, now that he raped me, or he beat me up when that didn't happen, well, it didn't happen whatsoever. And now their careers are gone, or their careers are done because of those allegations. And you lied. Yes, like I said, ninety five percent. I do believe you, but is there there is that five percent? that ruin it for you guys. And I feel for those people because they can't come out because everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you're lying. So It sucks, you know? It really does. But continue what your statement was. And, you know, it's it's just fucked up because, like I said, like I've had friends who 
have like have experienced this themselves. Yeah. And it's like it's it's almost groomed. I don't want to say groomed because groomed is like a weird term to use, but it's it's almost it's almost made my mind go towards like the second I hear stuff like this, you almost always want to believe the woman. Yeah, you, you always, always want to believe the you. Oh, you always want to believe the woman. And you look at like Jonathan same, Majors though. Like that dude's a fucking fucking gorilla bro like he's just fucking ripped like oh man like but whatever and then you're just like tmz broke this and then the shade room broke this and world star broke this i'm like not my trusted sites i like to look at all the most uncredible <laughs> sites i'm like and that's where i'm like i'm gonna give this a few days and see what happens and sure enough there was an update uh yesterday or the day before i think it was monday where it yeah. was there um there are multiple witnesses there are multiple witnesses there's video evidence that we haven't seen yet of him not of him basically almost being the victim and 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 the chick his girlfriend apparently recanting her statements basically changing the entire story so now we really can't believe what she says until we get to see that video and it, it yeah. sucks because just with this allegation he has lost two major brand. He's lost brand deals because of this now. Um, the uh, U.S. Army he was um, sponsored by. They dropped him. Yeah. And then I forgot the other two. And again, I say this with like the Johnny Depp thing. Look what an allegation got Johnny Depp kicked out of Disney. Oh, he lost. He lost everything. Movies. He, he lost, lost multiple movies. Lost I think movie deals. The only thing that stuck with him was that fucking cologne. Do you um? Do you always the only one that stuck with him? So again, with these allegations, like just a few months ago, these two former college students that were supposed to be in the NFL now were into a case of a rape case. They never went to that party. They didn't do anything. Dropped their draft stock. And they were supposed to be like first round picks, a wide receiver and a defensive end. Didn't happen. They were supposed to be in the NFL right now. And it turns out she lied because she... She had messed around with one of their friend with their friend, and he kept lying about the whole thing. Like, oh man, like you can go meet my boy, whatever. Never happened. So she decided to ruin both their both of the men's careers. And I do think women do need to be held accountable to that degree. But at the same time, it's just like it's just hard to like question someone like with victims of like domestic violence and all that stuff because yes, it could happen, but we just we need to ask questions first before going yeah. in. Like, all of a sudden, everybody wanted to be a fucking reporter. There's this chick that literally is like, we don't know anything to him. We can say however we want to. Da, 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 da. Like, he doesn't know us, and we don't know him, so I can do whatever I want. And she's bashing his name through. Turns out, like, this story may not be true. She is backpedaling so fast right now because now she's lost, I think, over 50,000 followers on TikTok. I think she has, like, 500 and... She has like 510, but like it dropped dramatically and she just doesn't take accountability. And I'm, if I'm Jonathan Majors, yeah, fuck you guys. You guys are dragging my name through the mud over something that may not happen. Obviously, again, may not have happened. We do not know yet until that video comes out. But if it comes out that she lied and he was the victim, I hope he sues any outlet that tried to like put his name out there, like drag his name through the mud. Like, again, it, it just baffles me that, like, Johnny Depp won a case of an alleged, like, a domestic violence case. And we do not use that as the blueprint to, like, hey, maybe we need to start asking questions a lot more now. 
Like, it's ridiculous. But with Jonathan Majors and all that, I really hope, uh, you know, everything kind of works out, I guess. Like I said, I have no bias towards him. I mean, he's not like he's my favorite actor or anything. Do I like him in the movies he was in already? Yeah. But, again, I don't know him anything. But, like, for the people that just dragged his name through the mud. And, oh, another thing, too. Someone said, oh, yeah, Jonathan Majors deserves this because he's dating a white woman. Those people, go touch the grass. Go do something with your life. The slander I would get if that guy knew me. (laughs) (laughs) But to those people that just dragged Jonathan Majors, just go do something with your life, man. And do something with your life. Lame, man, nigga. Right there. Do something with your life, bro. It's ridiculous, man. Um, Any last thoughts on anything before we end it out? No, I got nothing. Um, yeah. All right, cool. And then that's that's it, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of the What's Your Opinions podcast. If you guys are watching us, you guys can watch us on anything YouTube. And if you guys are watching us on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash What's Your Opinions podcast. Make sure to smash the like button. It's not that hard okay. to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all everything else where you get your podcasts from. Videos are now on on Spotify. Um, anything else, if you guys are going us on Apple Podcasts, five-star reviews, um, it helps us get into the algorithm because we're in comedy. Comedy, baby. And last but not least, um, if you guys want to give us voice messages or actually comment and get be a part of us, links are down in the descriptions. Thank you to AGS and um, Ginger Audio for sponsoring these episodes. Help us pay our bills. Um, Alex, where can the fine women of the multiverse find you? Uh, you guys on all platforms can find me at the last Medella Bender trademark. I'm the only one. Super easy to find me. I don't post much, but stupid memes, and uh, that's really it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me, uh, Vinci City Kings. Um, also, you can find us at our What's Your Opinions Gaming. Uh, me and Alex are going to try to do like a soul link sometime within the next week. I have videos lined up. We're coming back. The hiatus is gone. And I want to get back in the groove of making videos for you guys. So, yeah, check us out there. We'll see you guys next week. And um, we love y'all. Pa-pa-pa-pa. Peace.